down fast forward to a passage and actually jettison ourselves back 2,000 years. And we see a group of women, and they too have arrived at a morgue. They too have arrived at a, at a, at a place of death. And they receive the exact same response with one three-letter word involved. He is not here. Jesus is no longer in the place of death. He has risen from the grave. Three letters changed the entire message. Three letters changed the entire environment from despair to hope. Three letters changed the entire course of human history. In the place of death, Jesus is not here. We've been looking at the passion week of Jesus. The word passion is from the word, the same word we get, pathos, or suffering. The week of Jesus' suffering, we've seen the various days. Sunday was the day he had the triumphant entry into the city. Then Monday and Tuesday were days of great conflict and confrontation as he cleansed the temple and runs into every different religious group as they one by one take him on, try to trip him up. In exhaustion on Wednesday, we have the day of silence that is to be feared because it appears to be the death of everything. Robert Greene Ingersoll, one of America's most outspoken agnostics of a generation past, at his brother's funeral could offer no words of hope, but said this, Life is a narrow valley between the cold and barren peaks of two eternities. We
strive in vain to look beyond the heights. And Francois Rebellious A. French humanist was equally pessimistic. When he was dying, he said, I'm going to the great, perhaps. But the Apostle Paul says this, Where a grave is your victory. Where a death is your sting. Thanks be to God, he gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Death is not just Aristotle's, the end of everything. It is not a narrow veil between two barren peaks or the great, perhaps. Jesus came among us, died for us, rose from the grave, declares there is life beyond, and that life can be known and embraced through the resurrected Christ. The second thing, and, and very specific thing we find that this woman found at the grave is that there is lasting change found through Christ. Of the three women that came to the grave, Mary Magdalene is the one that we know the most about. That she had these seven demons that, 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 that in her culture she would have been absolutely put aside as a, as a misfit, as an odd person. Uh, often they would put them put them aside more like they would do with lepers into a specific colony of individuals. She was a troubled person. If something had led her into the darkness of life where she had actually opened her life to, to do influence of demonic voices, and if, uh, to think about what life would have been like with these seven uh, demonic voices speaking into her, I'm not calling your lovely little children demonic. But when you have little kids and you're driving and you're, there's three 
voices in the back seat all speaking. This way, when am I gonna get there? What's going on? I'm hungry. I gotta go to the bathroom. On and on it goes. You have a little bit of, of the sense of life for me. Seven voices all the time, distracting this peacelessness. But Jesus Christ has invaded her life, and there is a rest, and there is a peace, and there is a transforming power that she has never known before. And now all of a sudden, he's gone. He's dead. And she shares in the darkness of Dark Saturday. Surely, many of the followers of Jesus felt acutely the loss of Christ. Surely, his mother felt the stabbing pain that only a mother can know in the loss of her own child. But Mary had a faith in God her whole life had been raised in an environment of trusting and knowing God and
verses thereon. And John chapter 20 records the scene. Where there's a guy over to the side, and she sees him and asks him a question. Oh. 
Jesus is given over to the, to the, to the soldier guard of the high priest household and palace. And they were told that he is, he is mocked. It says he spit upon. He struck, and the word literally means to strike someone with a closed fist. He scourged. He is bruised and bloodied there, mocked and broken physically. out in the courtyard and three different times, three different people, first is a little girl, come to me and said, you're, you're one of the guys, you're with him, no, no, it's me. Three times he verbally, consciously, actively, intentionally denies that he knew Jesus now wasn't me. He lies. Wasn't me, wasn't me, wasn't me. But here's the most poignant moment of that scene. We're told in Luke chapter 22 When Jesus was brought forth out of the high priest, actually the dungeon area, to be taken now to the religious leaders to be voted on, after he has had these hours of, of treatment, his face still has the spitting upon it, undoubtedly it is mixed with the blood and the bruising of his face and brow, that as he is making his way through the court, to go to the Sanhedrin at dawn in the formal trial period before he's taken the pilot. At that moment, two things take place, we're told in Luke chapter 22. Number 